Lord. We love it in your presence. In your presence there's fullness of joy. It's your right hand pleasures forevermore. We love it in your presence. We love it in your presence. Nothing else could satisfy. Jesus, you are the cup that won't run dry. We always want to be in your presence. Tonight we thank you for your presence once again. We thank you, oh God, that your spirit is here to touch us, to break us, to melt us, to mold us, to fix us, to make us into who you want us to be, oh God. Let your perfect will be done in our lives. Let no one leave here the same, oh God. May we experience a touch of your mighty hand. Let your will be done in our lives. We bless you. We thank you, oh God, for this church. Thank you for the pastors of the church. Thank you for the members of the church. Thank you, oh God, that you are taking this church to the next level. In the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you for the fire that is burning here, oh God. May the fire keep burning. We bless you. And we thank you. We give you glory. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Hallelujah. God bless you. Please be seated in the presence of the Lord. I came with some people from the Kodesh. Can you just stand and, and give the church a wave at least so that we can see that you are here. All right. God bless you. Please be seated. We bless the Lord for this night. And uh, for all that God has done in this place, we believe that, like the scripture says, that all things work together. Everything we are receiving is working together. Whatever you have heard is part of what God is doing to build you up to be a spiritually minded person. Hallelujah. So I believe that tonight I'm just going to add a little. I hear you've received powerful things already. So I'm just going to add a little and then we'll be out of here. Amen. Amen. But tonight I want to share with you on how you can attain spiritual mindedness. Hallelujah. Amen. How you can attain spiritual mindedness because that is something that God is giving to us. We found out yesterday that the way you think actually affects everything about you. The Bible says that as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. So if I want to know how your mind is working, I just need to see how you are operating. And for many of us, we have been thinking wrongly for I don't know how many years now. So I believe that this convention is, is straightening your thinking. Yes, yes, yes. You may not know it, but it's working on your mind. Something is changing about you. And I see a new crop of believers who have a different kind of mindset. Oh, the enemy cannot joke around with you. I see great people who are fighting on for the Lord. That is who you are. We have already won the battle in the mind. Oh yeah, we have won the battle in the mind already. And so whatever we are seeing is just 
the manifestation of what God is doing. Amen. Amen. But we need to understand this, that having a spiritual mind is not a suggestion. For you as a Christian. Because like we learned yesterday, it is actually leading to your death if you are not thinking spiritually. So, when you read the Bible in Colossians chapter 3 and verse 1, the Bible says that, Colossians chapter 3 and verse 1, If ye then be risen with Christ... It says, seek those things which are above where Christ seated on the right hand of God. Then verse 2 says that, set your affection on things above, not on things on this earth. Amplified Bible puts it in another way. It says that, it says, and set your minds. You know, affection really has to do with the things that affect you. So, when the Bible says set your affection, maybe you may not really get what it's saying. But when it says set your mind, one of the ways by which things affect you is the way you think. The enemy has a way of affecting you through your mind. And most times, that's what happens. So, it says that set your minds and keep them set (laughs) on what is above. Just like you will set your watch. Or you will set your alarm. To go off at a certain time. Or sometimes when the ladies. I I think they have something. They say the thing is set. I don't know. No, I think food. A particular something. They are baking something. They are cooking. The thing has set or something. It's like you can't do anything about it. What's that? You know what I'm talking about. You don't know. Yeah, they are something when they set like that, you can't do anything about it. That is how your mind should be like. Set it so that nothing can affect it anymore. Oh, yeah. Like the cheese, you have something they say, Yeah, we are tasso. Oh, some of us, the way our mind is, the devil cannot just mess around with us. He will bring certain things, it will not work. It will not work because our minds are set. Oh, I see somebody, your mind is being set. May your mind be set that nothing can change it. If your mind can be changing all the time, it's not set yet. And you find people in church still, their minds are not set. On set minds. Ask the next person, have you set your mind or you are just... <laughs> is that set your mind and keep them set. Set it and keep it set. Don't just leave it. It it may easily change again. Yes. Set it and and, and keep it. Watch over it. Keep it there. Make sure that the mind is set. It is not moving. Oh yeah. It's it's something you must have. If you are going to make it to the very end. Oh yeah. Some of us, the way we are. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. The enemy cannot just bring anything. Yeah. If you are here in this church, your mind must be set in the church. You are in the church, but you are wondering whether I am here or I am not here. Should I move to another church? Uh, You will be a sure candidate. 
if the devil comes here, he's looking at it, he will find you. But you shall not be found in the name of Jesus. So as we are trying to attain spiritual mindedness, there is a command in the spirit that the church of God must have that our minds must be set. When the Bible says in Romans chapter 12 verse 2 that and do not be conformed to this world but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. It, it, it's, it's, it's kind of talks about a process that even though our minds are set in a certain way, we, we don't need to just stay there. We need to just keep working on it. We are trying to attain something. So we must keep working at it till we get to that place. And we are going to get there. In the name of Jesus. So, I just want to share with you about three things and then we close for tonight. And number one, that you, what you're going to do to help you attain that is what I call, get the loins of your mind. Get the loins of your mind. In First Peter chapter 1 and verse 13, First Peter chapter 1 verse 13, the Bible says that, wherefore, because he is talking about making, if you have time to read from verse 1 and all, talking about how we are going to make it and all that, get it to the end of this faith that we believe in. How are we going to do that? And he says that wherefore or therefore, anytime you see therefore, you need to find out what is therefore. <laughs> so this is the reason why it is there. Now it says, wherefore, get up. The loins of your mind. You know, get is like a ghetto. You know, something you use to hold, to tie, so that it doesn't lose and go away. Yeah. Because see, the way the mind is, if you leave it, oh, it can begin to move into all sorts of things. Yeah. You know, one day I heard somebody say, you can prevent... You cannot prevent a bird from flying over your head. But you can prevent it from making a nest on your head. So there are some things you cannot do anything about. There are some thoughts they will find their way. They will just flash through. How many of you have been there? Some thoughts have come to your mind. And you wonder that. Ah, what kind of thought is this? Why am I thinking this way? It's a bad thought. See, when Jesus said that any man looks after a woman lustfully, he has already committed adultery. You will find that when it happens that there's a in a day, one thousand times you have committed adultery, and you ask yourself, Why this thought? Or brothers, maybe the brothers here don't feel these things. Now, if you're a brother and you feel such things, you need to raise your leg, your hand. Uh-huh. God, there are some people they look like angels. Eh? Anything you preach, they are not part of it. Yeah. But the mind can start thinking about things. And so you need to get it. <laughs> One time our bishop was telling us a story. He said he was walking with his friend. They were walking. Then the guy shouted, Shut up, Satan! 
He said, hey, what is, what's going on here? He said, Satan was putting some thoughts in my mind. <laughs> no, sometimes you need to shut the devil up. He will be putting thoughts in your mind. You shouldn't just leave it and, and start pondering over it. There are some of you people, especially ladies, you just start thinking and you start going on a journey. Oh, is it me? <laughs> Nobody likes me. One day a lady said she was going to commit suicide. What is it? I called her as we were talking. She said that, oh, she feels that nobody likes her. Her life is whatever. I said, look at that. The devil has managed to put something in her mind. Nobody likes you the way you are. Nobody likes you. And then you start going on a journey. Oh, look at me. I thought I was pretty. I thought I was beautiful. But nobody likes me. And you are on a journey about to die. Hey! Hey! Hey, hey! Hey, 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 hey! Don't allow your mind to go on a journey. Bring your mind back. Tell your mind, no, we are not thinking about this. We are changing our thinking now. Set it. Don't let anything come and move it. Get it. Watch over it. That means that you must be careful the things you watch. You watch anything at all. But you have to decide. If you are abroad, eh, they have so many things. One time I was, I was in Germany also. We were driving. We got to a traffic. As soon as we stopped at the traffic, like there was this image of whatever a lady. I mean, I didn't know advertising a car. But there was a lady wearing panty. I said, ah, what has the panty got to do with the car? Hey! hey. hey. I tell you, the way the world is designed... We need to be wild about getting our minds, the loins of our minds. And they have put a thing on the traffic light because when you look at the light, you have to look at it. You will see. And as soon as you see it, an image is formed. And that's it. You go on a journey. You begin to imagine. So you need to be careful the things you look at. And when I, when I look at it, I say, hey! I turn my eyes this way. <laughs> Bible says, I keep your eyes looking straight ahead. You better watch the way you just look straight ahead. Don't look. Don't look. Don't look. The fantasies have a proverb. I say, because sometimes you are walking you meet a sister very nice then you see that your eyes are following following to look at the tune but the proverb says put your hands together for Jesus be watching you were on your phone trying to find something on the internet and then you landed on something blackmama.com hey they say ah let me see what is going on here come on brother you need to get the loins of your mind move away from it quickly 
before you get yourself into trouble. Because the things are waiting to come and attack you. They just pop up like that. Yeah. I was counseling one brother who had got into all sorts of things. And he was on the internet. And something popped up like that. that do you want to be something? That was it. And he went to press yes. Then the thing started. It took him on a journey. Yes. I tell you. No, sometimes we just joke with things. We don't know. The devil is he's, he's, he's a scheme plan. Calculated to get you. You just sit there and just leave your mind free. Anything should come in. Hmm. You don't know. Yeah. The way your mind, if you are able to picture things, you end up becoming that thing. So the devil is always trying to get you something to picture. So you need to be careful. The things you hear. Christians are free listening to unbeliever music. One time we went to visit a sister in her office. Now, cool number C. So sad. Why a selection? On her laptop, and this one was playing. I want to say, Hey, now what kind of songs are you listening to like that? So, sometimes when I'm down, then I listen. When you are down, is this what you listen to? Then you are going to go down. Hey, then you are listening to these people, and then they are having an influence on you as you keep thinking. And you are meditating. It's getting to you. Get it. Don't just listen. There are some people you shouldn't be talking to them. Shouldn't be talking to them. There are some things as you are listening to it on the radio. You hear them talking, talking. It is aiming at your mind. You just sit there and thinking that oh, nothing can happen to me. You'll be shocked. You'll be shocked. So the things you give yourself to, all these things affect you. What you are reading. What are you reading? You read anything at all? Any material? Yeah. I know one brother, he kept reading. He said he loved reading. So he was reading anything when he was growing up. Anything in the house. So he ended up reading all sorts of evil things. And they really affected him. If it wasn't for the fact that he met Christ, he would have just gone on a certain journey. What books are you reading? There are some ladies, the books you read, that's why it's making you not understand marriage very well. Because those things, they are not true. It's just somebody, they say that he wishes that it will be like that and they live happily ever after. It's, it's a nice thing. But I tell you, it's not like that. The real thing is not like that. Oh. Hey. So you are disappointed. Then the next thing is that you want to leave the marriage. I'm going, I'm tired because what, this is not what I bargain for. I want out. All these type of words that they use. 
And these days, young, young, young people, they marry two years, three years, they want a divorce. They want out. You are joking. Tell somebody, get the loins of your mind. Yes. When something is coming, begin to fight. I bind it. I bind it. I bind this thought in the name of Jesus. I cast it out. I cast it out of my mind. In the name of Jesus. You have to make a conscious effort to deal with it from your mind. Yes. Number two. Think on the right things. (laughs) What are the things you've been thinking about? Number one. Think on God. Let your mind be on God. Let your mind be on God. Isaiah 26 and verse 3. It's a scripture I believe you all know. It says that thou will keep in perfect peace him whose mind is stayed on thee. Once again, the setting of the mind has come again. Stayed on thee because your mind can wander from God and his works and who he is. The enemy will take your mind off. There are so many things that wants to take your mind off. But let your mind stay. The only way you can be in perfect peace is when your mind is on him. There's no other place. Your mind, when your mind is on your husband, it is, it, that's not what keeps you in perfect peace. When your mind is on that job, it's rather keeps you more confused. Him whose mind is stayed, is stayed. Our minds should not wander. It should not move away. Let it be on God. A double-minded person. No, no, no. Let it be on God. Nobody else. On God. On God. Always. David was somebody who was, who was always thinking about God. He said, on my bed, I meditate on thee. He's always thinking about God and his mind is on God. If you're going to be thinking about the right things, make up your mind that I'm going to think about God. Who God is. Sometimes when you think about the greatness of God, it changes the way you even do things. Recently, somebody sent me a video. Wow. Scientists, they have done a research I mean, they tried to go to outer space. They've, got, they, they've gone as far as how many, I think 100 billion years, light years. That means that if there's a light there, by the time it gets to the earth, it will, be, it will take 100 billion years before it gets to the earth. And that's the farthest they could go and they still couldn't find God. And they came back. What, what a God is this? Now, it will change the way you relate to this God. It will change your mindset about who God is. You need to read some of these things. They showed the eye. They just took one eye. 
and they started going into the eye. You will not believe it. They went in. All the things that were there, molecules, this, that, to electrons, to the minute detail, this eye that you see there, there must be a great God somewhere who has put all these things together. Now, when your mind is like that, the devil cannot just move you. But when you don't think about such things, you will see that you just, you just flow with anything. Spiritually minded person is one whose mind is on God. It's on God. Think about God. If you like just decide to study about God, who is God? It will change you. It will change you. This great God we serve. He's a great God. When we sing that song, we are not joking. How great is our God? How great is our God? How great is his name? How great is his name? He's the greatest of all. He's the greatest of all. Forever the same. Oh, yes. He rolled back the waters. Oh, of the mighty Red Sea. And he said, I will lead you. Put your trust in me. Put your trust in me. There's a song that is a, everything about you is great. You are 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 great. Everything written about you is great. Demons tremble at your presence. Demons tremble at your presence. Oh, what a mighty God we say. What a mighty God we serve. Glory, glory, hallelujah. Glory, glory, hallelujah. Oh, everything written about you is great. Demons tremble at his presence. Come on. Oh yes, what a mighty God. What a mighty God we serve. He's a mighty God. Oh, glory, glory. Glory, glory, hallelujah. Oh yes. Oh, everything written about you is great. You are 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 great. 
consider the greatness of God when you begin to consider how great God is you will see that every other thing is not a problem anymore it will change the way you see things it will change the way you think everything else will not matter anymore oh yeah yeah the spiritually minded people their minds are always on God you cannot shake them They are always thinking about God. Who God is. They talk about him. They say things about him. That's it. That's it. If you are going to think about the right things, another thing you must do, you must read the scriptures. Number one, you must study them. You must meditate on it. You must memorize it. And you must teach it. (laughs) Yes. Read it. I mean, we, we, don't have, we have time to read all sorts of things on Facebook. You see some people, they open, and that is why I said, don't use your phone as your Bible. People come to church, they have phones. That's your Bible. You are joking. And let's be serious. As a church, let's be serious. Because as soon as you open, you want to open to Genesis, then a, a WhatsApp just comes. So which one do you read? Genesis or WhatsApp? And most of the time, you go to WhatsApp. And the thing begins to take you when you are reading it. Read the Bible. Read it. See, Bible says that every scripture is God-breathed. As you begin to read, there's something that begins to enter into you. It affects your mind. Fill your mind with the spirit of God. Because Jesus said, the words that I speak, they are spirit and they are life. So as you are reading, as you are getting the words into your mind, you are beginning to fill your mind with the spirit of God. What fills your mind? The word of God must fill your mind. Keep it in there. Memorize it. Somebody once said that the number of verses you know must correspond to your age. At least. So how old are you? Can you quote that number of scriptures, verses? If you cannot, then it means it's bad because we have one verse per year. People are quiet. Ask the next person that this thing that you are talking about, does it affect you? If you want to be spiritually minded, even easy verses, people don't know. They ask one brother, verily, verily, I say unto you, where can you find that? It's so Romans chapter, Romans! Verily, verily. It's amazing. The church, 
we don't have the word in us. If people should go on outreach and to witness, see, they don't have anything to say. They don't know what to say. They just stand there. They can't say anything. At least the four spiritual laws you must know. Number one, all have sinned. Come short of the glory of God. You must know it. Romans 3.23 You must know the wages of sin is death. And the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. 6.23 Then you must know what provision God has made in John 1.12 That as many as received him, to them he gave power to become the sons of God even to them that believe on his name. Then you must know what you must do. Romans 10.9 and 10. That if we shall confess with our mouth the Lord Jesus and we shall believe in our heart that God raised him from the dead, we shall be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. You can't quote any of these verses. There's nothing that you can do. You are wondering why you are not spiritually minded. It's because there's no verse in your head. The only things in your head are just these uh, kukumbaja and what's that musician called? Shatawali's music. Or I shouldn't say it. The average Christian in the church, when you ask, quote a verse. See, they are standing there. Yeah. They don't know anything. John 3.16, you will see how they will struggle to quote John 3.16. John 1.1. 1, 1. These are simple ones. We are not going, if we start going to Old Testament, that one, yeah. Problem. Let's just stay with the simple ones. Yeah. If I ask the next person, quote John 1.1, 1, 1, you see And that is why other religions will come with their things to come and change your mind. Yeah? There are certain people, John 1, 1, in their Bible, it is, in the beginning was the word, the word was with God, and the word was a God. Yeah? And they will open it to you, then you look at it, "Ah, the thing, is it a God or God? Is it a God? You don't even know what it is. Then they start changing your mind. You must know the scripture for yourself. Jesus was full of the scriptures. He had the word. The devil will quote. Then he too you will quote. The devil will say. Then he too you will say something. What are you talking about? He said if you are the son of God. Turn these stones to bread. He said hey brother. Man shall not live by bread alone. We can live without bread. We will be okay. When you don't know such a verse. The devil will bring you. That is why Michael Jackson will sing. We are the world. We are the children. As God has shown us by turning stones to bread. But God didn't turn stones to bread. But you don't even know. And we are singing it. God has shown us by turning stones to bread. God didn't turn stones. He did it. So you two, you are looking for a stone to turn to bread. And there are people forcing for stones to be turned to bread. You can live without the bread. When you have such a verse, when you are feeling like fornicating and things are, you will say, hey, man shall not live by fornication alone. I can live without the fornication. You will change. You will be a different kind of person. Your mindset, your thinking will change. The devil cannot put anything in.
He said, this book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth. Now, when you open your mouth, what comes out? We are talking about the book of the law. What, what do you have? Do you have the book of the law? Or you have something else. You have Chronicle or Ghanaian Times. These are the things on your mouth. But this book, why would God look at a soldier going to fight? An army general, he's going to fight a battle. Instead of giving him AK-47, instead of giving him machine gun, instead of giving him this, he said, this book, let this book stay. Because he knows that if you can win it in the mind, you can win it on the ground. I came to tell somebody, may you begin to change the way you are thinking. Get the word of God into your mind. Something will change about you. This book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth. He said, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night. Day and night. Day and night. Day and night. And thou shalt observe to do all that is written therein. He said, for in this way you shall make thy way prosperous and thou shalt have good success. You don't know how the way you think. You see, your thoughts, it affects your talk. And it affects your walk. You can write it down. Your thoughts affects your talk. And it affects your walk. You, 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 you will not know how it affects you, but it does. It does. It does. That's why the psalmist said in Psalm 1 verse 2. He said, but his delight. <laughs> his delight is in the law. What do you delight in? You wonder what people delight in. When you hear preaching and you are sleeping. But you can watch a Nigerian movie. You can watch any of these soap operas. You will never sleep. You watch Watch. Watch. But he said, but his delight. Anytime he hears the word, there's a certain joy that comes. The word of God is coming again. Something is about to happen to me. You will see that you are a different kind of person. And in his Lord doth he meditate day and night again. Then he shall be like a tree that is planted by the rivers of water whose leaves will not wither he shall bring forth his fruit in his season whatsoever he doeth shall it's the same thing Psalm 1 verse 2 and 3 Joshua 1 8 they are the same they are brothers but you never know so your mind will be wandering on all sorts of things meditate on the scriptures memorize the scriptures memorize try at least every day if you can, find something to memorize. If not every day, every week, have a new verse you have memorized from the Bible. Your, your, your thinking will change. Yeah. If you're going to think right, you must be of a willing mind. A willing mind. You know, the Bible says that the people of Thessalonica, the people of Berea, Paul was teaching in Acts. 
he said they were more noble than the people of Thessalonica because they, they had a willing mind or a readiness of mind. You, you need to be open to the word of God in a certain way. That begins to affect your thinking. If your mind is not ready to receive the word, you will always have a problem with your thoughts. Yeah. So, have a readiness of mind. Ready to receive. You see, the Bible is a set of more like instructions for your life. As you read it, as you receive it, your mindset changes. In a way, you you will not even know it. But you begin to behave in a certain way because you are receiving an instruction and it's helping you in your decisions, even who to marry. Oh, yeah. Where to go, what to do. These things will begin to affect your life. So when Paul was writing to the Thessalonians, in 2 Thessalonians chapter 2 and verse 10, he wrote to them, when he was talking, he said to them, Second, give me that scripture. Second Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 10. Give me verse 10. Look at it. Verse 10. Can you find verse 10? Wow. My computer moves very fast than your computer. I don't know. What computer do you have? <laughs> Father, help this computer in Jesus' name. Can you find verse 10? You can't find it. You cannot find it. Okay. Let me find it myself. Because the computer has frozen. Wow. <laughs> Usually I like to read it so that you will see it for yourself. That is in the Bible. Second Thessalonians chapter 10, chapter 2, verse 10. Wow. He said, And with all deceivableness of unrighteousness in them that perish, Because they receive not the love of the truth that they might be saved. And for this cause, God shall send them a strong delusion that they should believe a lie. That they all might be damned and who believe not the truth but had pleasure in unrighteousness. So, when you don't have a a ready mind to receive the truth, you'll be given a lie. And the devil is waiting to bring a lie. And many people are deluded. Delusion. And we are walking in our delusion. Because we don't want to accept the truth. Yeah. There are some things you need to speak it to yourself. That this is it. I need to think this way. And walk this way. Otherwise I'm going to die. You will believe a lie. Yeah. Ladies. Are you there? You enjoy lies being told to you. When they say, I know he's lying, but I like it. I like it. I like it. Because you don't want the truth. And if they tell you the truth, you will not accept it. This is you. This is how you are. But you like them to tell you things. Oh, you are this. You are a darling. You are, you, but you are none of those things. None of the above. You must desire to always hear the truth about yourself. Sometimes ask your friend, what do you think of me? You will be amazed at the things they will tell you. They are smiling with you, but they have a certain mind about you. 
but you will not want to hear it. If they tell you who you are, you, you, you will stop the church. But that is what you must love to have. The Bible says that the people of Thessalonica, because they didn't like the truth, they didn't love the truth, they were given to delusion, strong delusion. Strong one. And it will lead to your death. You should believe a lie. If you want to have the right thinking, choose the kind of friends you work with. Be particular. Don't just work with anybody. Work with spiritually minded, likewise spiritually minded people. Blessed is the man, someone, that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly. They, they have a certain counsel. You need to be careful. These days, man of God, me to have added my own. Blessed is the man that walketh not in the ungodly counsel of the godly. Because there are some godly people, they give ungodly counsel. If you don't take care, they will affect your mind. One lady, she was having a problem with her husband. She went to see a prophetess. Supposedly a prophetess. She said, oh, divorce him. Divorce him. Look at me, I've divorced my husband. And I'm okay. So you to divorce your husband, you'll be fine. This is the ungodly counsel of the godly. But counsel is a way of thinking. The way people think, blessed is the man that walketh not in that counsel. So as they speak their counsel, you will begin to also think the same way. Evil communication, it corrupts good manners. You will see as you are hearing, your mind is changing and you are thinking in a certain way. One lady was told by a prophet, another prophet, go and flash your wedding ring. Put it, let your husband see you flashing it. And also fool. She took her ring in front of her flashed the thing. The husband said, hey. Flash your marriage away. It's okay. Today she's walking around like this thing. This marriage is at a septic tank. She has flashed the marriage. If you don't take care, you will follow wrong counsel. Yeah. Yesterday I was talking to a young lady who had gone into fornication, slept with people. So as we were talking, I said, how did this thing begin? So on my birthday, I, I, I just wanted to have some whatever. I told myself whatever, whatever. And then there's this guy who came. So it's your birthday. You have to. She said no. Then she went to inquire of her friend. Not of the Lord, but her friend. I said, what kind of friend is this? So straight away, it's not a good person. So why not? Yeah, yeah, also. I mean, try flow. That was it. She got on the journey. Who are your friends? Some of you, when you leave the church, we don't even know where you go to. There are some people that you work with. We need to watch. Yeah, one brother, he came to the church in our church in London. He had this outdooring, whatever. They did everything. I think the wedding or so. When they finished, later a brother said he was going home and he saw... The car of the wedding couple parked somewhere. What is happening? So he went, entered there. Another group of people. 
totally different from church. They were also jamming. Jamming. Hey! Mess up and things were dancing. Come and see the couple that they were singing. Holy, holy, holy. Now they were dancing mess up. Even it happens. You see people, you go for their outdooring. We have finished the outdooring. Everybody is gone. Finish. You go and come back around. You come and see. After party. As an answer, who are your friends? They are influencing your mind. And listen, the pastor's influence over your life is very little. Oh, yeah. How many hours do you come to church anyway? And that's why we organize a convention like this to keep you around, to hear, just to hear things, to renew your mind. And as I'm speaking, I'm speaking to somebody's mind as you are listening. Yeah. Yeah. But your friend, you are with your friend all the time. Why is it that when you have a problem, you don't call pastor? But you rather call somebody else to tell you because you want to hear something. You know pastor will not tell you that thing. Bible says, as I come to pass in these last days, they will heap unto themselves teachers having itchy ears to hear what their ears want to hear. Need something that will tickle your. See, your eyes are just going like. People use their, their chicken, whatever, feather. Then you're happy, you're enjoying it. But as I'm preaching, you are not being happy. You are not giving the Lord a shout. You are not praising God. Because you don't like this message. One day, Archbishop went somewhere. He was somewhere. Somebody was preaching. He sat there listening to the message. My flesh don't like this message. My flesh. But sometimes your flesh doesn't like the message. How many have been there? Your flesh didn't like the message that was being preached. But that's the message you need. It will change your life. It will turn your life around. My, my, he said, my flesh don't like my, my flesh don't like this message my flesh don't like this message as an as your, your flesh like this message or your flesh doesn't like this message oh I need to be close and I tell you if you want to think correctly there are some things you need to think about in Philippians chapter 4 and verse 6, Bible says that you should not be anxious about anything. Or don't be careful. He said, be careful for nothing. Sometimes we are careful about too many things. Yeah. And that is what will begin to take your mind on a journey. You worry too much. There are times you just need to relax. Relax, relax. Sleep. Sleep. You see, God has given us everything. So the Bible says that in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your request be made known to God. Then he said, and the peace, of, there's a peace 
that is waiting to flood your heart and your mind. Yeah. But if you don't take the thing that you are worrying about into prayer, you will never have that peace. The peace of God is waiting. It's waiting to calm you down. You don't want that one. You will be, you will rather want to worry about the problem. Yeah. But we need to get to the place of knowing that everything is in control. Yeah, Jesus could sleep in the storm. We must be able to sleep in the midst of storms. Yeah. One man of God was telling me, he said he went to his house. When he arrived, he forgot to close his windows. So when he arrived, the rain had come into his house. It rained. He went for an all night. His carpet was wet. Everything was wet. As soon as he entered, he said, chomp, chomp. Oh! He had just come from an all night. Very tired. There are two things to do. Either to worry about this water that is all over the room or to just sleep. Brother said, I will sleep. He stepped on the thing. Chomp, 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 chomp. Onto his bed. He slept. That's all. Now, sometimes we worry too much. Ask the next person, what are you worrying about? Lift it up to God in prayer. You see, your mind will be at peace. Another man of God, he said he was on a plane. He was traveling somewhere. I think they were from America going somewhere. As they were moving on the plane, the weather changed. Thunder. The flight, the turbulence. He said a woman was sitting by. The woman got so drunk when they started flying. She asked for she drank and she was sleeping. Hey. And he was sitting there, he man of God. When he was scared. Then at a point he woke the woman up, said, Woman, wake up, what is happening here? <laughs> he wanted to join the woman in his he needed a companion when the woman, he said, the woman said what is it what is it he said the stabilize the plane ah he said I'm sleeping when we land wake me up <laughs> she slept to to the end of the journey. When he land, he said, "When he was sitting, I said, ah, me, a man of God, look at me. I'm shaking and I'm worried. Look at this woman. The way. So no, me too. I was sleep. But you find that we just walk. The woman. He said, when they arrived, he woke the woman. He said, we have. He said, we have landed. Okay. Then she got up. That is how a Christian life is supposed to be like. You must be able to sleep through the storm and wake up and say, wow, storm is over. Let me go. Yeah, moving out. It shall be your story in the name of Jesus. May you be filled. Just as people are filled with alcohol and they can forget about all these things and move on. May you be filled with the Holy Ghost. May you be filled with the Spirit of God. May the Spirit of God fill you on every side. May you not worry your mind anymore. I'm talking about a spiritually minded person. Then he said in verse 8. Let me be closing. He said, whatsoever things are true. 
brethren, finally, as I'm saying, finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true. Now, you need to ask yourself that this thing I'm thinking about, is it true? We worry too much. It's not true. But the devil makes it look like it's a true thing. And you dwell on it. You think about it. It is not true. So you are going to die. Is it true? It's not true. It's because you don't have the word. But you are not. He, the word says that you shall live and not die. But you don't have it. Say, hey, I'm going to die. It's not true. Whatsoever things are true. Whatsoever things are honest. If your mind is going to think correctly as a spiritual person, think on honest things. Is it an honest thing? Is it a just thing? Is it a good thing? Whatsoever things are just. In other words, I mean, you are just, you are, you are not partial. You are fair. Think like that if you are a boss, if you are a father, if you are a husband. Look at the way you are treating your wife. Is it fair? Whatsoever things are pure. Hey, that's one. But when you begin to think, say, no, this is not a good thought. It is not pure. It is defiling me. Bible says that these people are filthy dreamers. Because of the things they think about, they take it to their sleep. They dream. You dream about all sorts of things. You may not understand why you dream. Somebody is sleeping with you. Your thoughts are too bad. Whatsoever things are lovely. Oh, let your mind stay on these type of things. Whatsoever things are of good report. Oh, yeah. I came to this place and I saw people on fire for the Lord. Hey, it's a good report. I would rather want to think about those things. Instead of thinking about some other things. Oh, your mind is being transformed. You are becoming spiritually minded. Let me end number three. Be on fire always. For the Lord. Be on fire always. For the Lord. Leviticus chapter 11. Is it chapter 11? Verse 13. Thank you, Holy Spirit. What does it say? Oh, that's not the scripture. Six. Give me Leviticus 6. 13. Is it 6 13? Yeah. Maybe start from verse 11. Leviticus 6. It said, And he shall put off his garments and put on other garments and carry forth the ashes without the camp unto a clean place. Verse 12. It says that, And the fire. Upon the altar shall be burning in it. It shall not be put out. And the priest shall burn wood on it every morning. Every morning. See, your wood is the word. The word of God is the wood. Jeremiah said that your word is burning in my heart. The word. As you have the word every day, the wood will be burning on your heart. And lay the burnt offering in order upon it, and it shall burn thereon the fat of the peace offerings. Verse 13, it says that the fire shall be ever burning. Shall be ever burning. Ever burning. Ever burning. 
ever burning. It is not to go out. I think we have too many lukewarm Christians these days. We are too lukewarm. You see, when you are on fire, certain things cannot land on you. Certain insects, when they go near the stove, they say, hey, no, this one, we don't land here. They will go away. House flies, they will not come. But you, anything at all can come and land on you. Because you are too cold. Or you are lukewarm. I think the lukewarm is the thing. It's like, I'm doing something, but I'm not doing it fully. Charlie, if you are going to be on fire, be on fire for the Lord. Be burning for the Lord. Be burning all the time. Be on fire. One of the things it will do, it will work on your conscience. Bible says that, and their conscience were seared with a hot iron. And so they don't feel anything. Bad things are coming. You don't feel it. You are watching something. It's not good. You just flow. Because your fire is gone. Be on fire. As you see something, you see, when you go, the people who go camping, the reason why they keep the fire around them, there must be somebody on watching all the time to make sure there's firewood. Because as soon as they leave it, some beast will come and eat them up. But when the beast see the fire on, they have a feeling that somebody must be awake. I can't just go there. And they don't come. So the fire must be burning. It will keep some things away. Some things will be kept away from you. Keep the fire burning. Keep the fire burning. Keep the fire burning. One of the things the fire will do, it will burn the chaff. There's so much chaff in us. Your thoughts. May the fire of the Holy Ghost burn the chaff. Burn it. Burn it completely. May there be people who are on fire for the Lord. Oh, I see a new breed of Christians. Joel said that they shall come to pass that in the last days. He said there shall be a people. Fire shall be burning. He said in front of them is a flame. Behind them is a fire. When they are coming, everything around them begins to be on fire. Nothing can just be the way it is. They begin to change. May your life begin to influence and affect the people around you. May you be on fire for the Lord. May anything that will hinder you from being spiritually minded, may it be cast from your life. May God turn your life around. May God turn your mindset around. May you begin to think on the right things. May God elevate your thinking to a higher level. May you begin to get the loins of your mind. And may you walk in spiritual mindedness. Just lift up your hands and begin to talk to God right now. Talk to God. Talk to God. Oh yes. I brought you a Christian message tonight. Just lift up your voice and talk to God. Oh yes. Get up the loins of your mind. Get up the loins of your mind. Get up the loins of your mind. Oh yes. Tonight, I believe God has spoken to you. One way or the other. There is a word God brought to you tonight. Pray. Pray, 
is life and peace. Life and peace. Life and peace. Life and peace. That is what God has for you. Life and peace. Life and peace. Oh, yes. Pray in the Holy Ghost. But you be rather building up yourselves on your most holy day. Pray in the Holy Ghost. 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 Oh yes. Oh yes. Oh yes. I know that the Lord set our minds on fire. That the Lord set our hearts on fire. Our spirits on fire. Oh yes. Oh yes, Lord, burn the chapel, the chapel, the chapel in my mind. We pledge our minds with the blood of Jesus.